So chapter 11, uh, Conversation with Christ, a meditative recitation of vocal prayer. So we've gone through Teresa of Avila's method, right? And now we're just looking at whatever this is, variations of the method, right? So chapter 11 is entitled Meditation, Meditative Recitation of Prayers. And so this is not, it's a very short chapter, not terribly difficult, God bless you. Um, And so the book just mentions for those permanently incapable of other forms of meditation or for those with difficulty. So there may be some people that just can't meditate, right, for one reason or another. Um, And so this kind of method or sort of a tweaking of the, the typical method of meditation can be of help for people. Some people may need to use it all the time, but the likelihood is, is that it might be helpful for some people at different times in their life. And so um, there may just be times when for one reason or another, like occasionally you're distracted or tired or emotionally exhausted, right? Um, that never happens to Friars of the Renewal. We are always well rested, in good moods, and never have a hard time staying awake, right? So it's not true for us maybe, but for everybody else. Right, so there are just days when you're, you're coming into the chapel, you're entering into your morning meditation, and you're just not in a good place. And so this kind of thing, it's, it's a conversation begun through vocal prayer instead of trying to sort of sit with something or use the imagination or stuff like that, because some days your imagination is just all over the place, right? And that's just reality. Um, and so St. Peter of Alcantara in, in his book, gives a similar kind of idea. This is certain counsels which should be observed in this holy exercise, the fifth. He who is praying should not be discouraged nor cease from prayer because on some occasion he does not feel that sweetness of devotion which he looked for. There have been many occasions when I have not felt that personally, but anyways. Patiently wait for the Lord, right? But he says, um, if you seem to be wasting time, To thus persevere on prayer and weary self without good results, it might be best, after having done all in your power, so after having tried to meditate, to take some other book of devotion and change change, uh, to prefer a slow, reflective study mixed with prayer. So this is the second option, but a similar thing would be if you've tried or you've just realized this isn't going to happen, this kind of... uh, meditative recitation of vocal prayer can be helpful, right? And so um, the basic idea is that the vocal prayer is used to sustain the meditation, right? And so they, he just uses, he, there's this example on page 64, and he highlights, uh, the author highlights that the vocal prayer is recited meditatively, right? And so we don't just want to blow through it, obviously. But there's a particular way that one goes very slowly through it. And Ignatius of Loyola has something similar, but I won't bother with him for today, at least not on this point. So he just gives this example. If by way of example one is reciting the Our Father, he might, point one, start off by pronouncing the first two words of the prayer, Our Father. Then he would do well to pause and let the significance of the word penetrate his mind and heart. God is a true father to us. That's part two. Then three, he would next speak to God, his father, for as long as he is able to sustain the conversation. 
right? So that's kind of the idea. It's very simple, right? Our Father. And then, again, just to sit with that. Teresa of Avila speaks of that in, in uh, The Way of Perfection, I think, how she's just sort of overwhelmed by, by that, that word of Father, right? That God is our Father. So to just sit with that, and then at some point to just begin to, to just speak to God, Father, you are my Father, right? You do provide for me, and I thank you for that. Just whatever comes, right? So it's sort of that spontaneous prayer comes out of this uh, recitation of the Our Father. And then, you know, when you start to get a little distracted, you know, you go to the next phrase, who art in heaven, right? Hallowed be thy name. Father, I want your name to be hallowed. I want you to be proclaimed holy through my life. Whatever comes to you, right? Um, so that's the basic idea. Any thoughts, anything you found confusing or helpful or questions? Yeah, so, so what is the difference? I, I would say just a couple of things. One, the likelihood is when you're doing something with this kind of meditative recitation of a vocal prayer is that you're likely to go back to the vocal prayer more, right? So I think in, in, in sort of the, the, the first or the beginning chapters, what they're, what they're imagining is or what Teresa is kind of presenting is this idea that through the imagination and the, the use of the intellect, you're actually just sitting with this story or this image or this whatever, and you sort of enter into that and that impacts you in some way, and then you're sort of, you're moving out of that. With this, I think the idea is, it's likely that your, your imagination or your intellect or whatever is just, it's not working that well. So you're gonna go back to the vocal prayer more often and it's not just the Our Father that you could use, but you could use other vocal prayers as well. And so I think it would be, um, it would be that, that there's not nearly as much sort of meditation, sort of chewing it over, and it's a little bit more piecemeal back and forth to try to help you to stay engaged because you're struggling to stay engaged. So I think, but fundamentally, it's the same, but I, that's, the, that's how I would understand it. Does that make sense, the, kind of the... Any other? What would you say about, again, it's different for, yeah, it'd be different for every person, but just like the, kind of like the discernment of deciding to, to try that because of distractions or whatever versus like right. the discernment to persevere. Yeah, that's a great question, yeah. So how do we decide, okay, when do I go to plan B and not just persevere in plan A, right? And to some degree, I would say trial and error, right? So if you just like, there's just like blood and sweat all over the floor at the end of the holy hour because you, you persevered, but it was just brutal. At the end of that, you might go, well, if I'm in that situation again interiorly, maybe I'll try plan B earlier, you know? Um, but I would say, 
just as a general rule of thumb, like you don't, like over time you may just know there may be some days when like, I just got to start with plan B. Like if you, after a while after you just know yourself, but I would say it's worthy to try to persevere in your typical way of meditating or praying for at least a, a while. Um, and to, to sort of get the experience of it so that you just get, come to know yourself over time and come to realize, no, okay, in these situations I can persevere longer, um, but I would say you would at least want to give it a 10, 15 minutes, you know, to just see. But over time, you might just come to realize on these days, in these situations, you know, it is just better for me to, to sort of just use a vocal prayer, do meditative reading, like just the next chapter. But I think to some, to some extent, it's, it's just going to be a certain amount of trial and error, and, and that's okay. This is how we learn. So that'd be my thought. Yeah. Anything else with this one? Just to bring St. Francis in, uh, he, in, in some ways, gives us a beautiful example of this. Um, presuming that, you know, like St. Francis, we don't really imagine him like sitting down and writing treatises. And so I, I sort of suspect that the writing that we have of his called A Prayer on the Our Father, this is very early on in, in the writings of St. Francis book, which we need to get you. So A Prayer on the Our Father is exactly this. So this is written by Francis, and it's probably just an example of his own spontaneous sort of meditative prayer using a vocal prayer. And so this is what it sounds like. O our Father. Of course, Francis had to do something different, right? O our Father. So that's the, the first phrase. And then he just spontaneously moves into a conversation. Most holy, our creator, redeemer, consoler, and savior. Then he goes back to the vocal prayer. Who art in heaven, spontaneous. In the angels and the saints, enlightening them to know. For you, Lord, our light, inflaming them to love. For you, Lord, our love, dwelling in them and filling them with happiness. For you, Lord, our supreme good, the eternal good from whom all good comes, without whom there is no good. Vocal prayer. Holy be your name. May, you no may knowledge of you become clearer in us that we may know the breadth of your blessings, the length of your promises, the height of your majesty, the depth of your judgments, right? So Francis just going back and forth um, with this beautiful, uh, spontaneous prayer using the Our Father and from studying some of his other writings, the, the centrality of the person of the Father is, is really clear for him. So that's just a... Is, what I would propose to be an example from, from even the writings of St. Francis, um, of his own, his own use of this technique, even though he didn't teach about it, as far as we know. Right? So I think that's what I have for that. Any, any last things, or are we good? Good? Okay. Yeah? All right.